The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, James Breakwell, and a psychologist, that's me, Steve Olivas. Try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. Steve, we made it all the way through without a stumble. How are you doing? I am sultry. That's how I'm doing. <laughs> you know, the reason we made it through that time without anything happening or going wrong is because there was nothing at stake. Because I have That's to true. confess, we don't have a question this week, and that is our topic. Our 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage question is, why don't we have a question? There is... <laughs> We have no guest other than the love that exists between the hosts. That is true. And uh, this is like, this marks the second or third week in a row with no question. So I think we put our heads together and thought, well, instead of skipping again, let's put out a pulse to the universe that says, get them questions rolling in. So I have a couple theories for why we didn't get questions. So first of all, the most obvious thing is after 200-some episodes or however many it's been, we've legitimately yeah. solved all relationship problems. Like, people are either Ooh. happy in their relationships or they're happily broken up, and that's it. Like, there is relationship harmony in the land because of us. So, you know, props to us for that. Uh, but also, when we skip a week, that's a week where we don't ask for questions. So it's a self-propelling problem where, oh, we didn't get a question. Let's not ask for questions, and then there are no questions that come in so that that happens as well and also sometimes you know we like to throw in questions of our own and let's be honest our questions are amazing much like everything else we do or so we tell ourselves so it's not a total loss when we get a week off but if you do have a question whatever it is feel free to send that in and we will certainly be happy to discuss it but since we've got the airtime now um, looking back steve what were the what were your favorite questions that you answered you know, it's funny you say that because I was literally just thinking of my favorite questions and I don't remember many of the questions at all. Like, uh, I don't know why that is even, but I do know when you said we sort of got through the beginning because there's no pressure, I thought there is something to that because neither of us know the question before you read it. Like you, you sort of scan it quick to make sure everything is presentable for on air. But I haven't even done that and you haven't really dug into it. So we are sort of caught flat foot and have to make this stuff up on the fly. So not having to do that plays a role. Having said that, and uh, this is sort of like how the show goes. I keep talking and then you wait. But uh, <laughs> I really enjoy the format. And because we get such a huge variety of questions, like you sort of do your shtick at the end where you go, doesn't have to be a marriage. It can be a boyfriend, girlfriend. It can yeah. be a, a dog and an owner. It can be a cohort. Like we really do get all those kind of questions. And I think that's kind of cool that we have a show that serves as a resource. I think uh, I think the pet questions are my favorite ones. Before doing this, I didn't realize just how controversial and touchy uh, every pet situation is. And actually, had we not gone the route of this retrospective slash, you know, on our knees begging for a question route, I think <laughs> I, my topic would have been, how do you decide if you're going to get a pet or not when one partner wants one and one doesn't? Because it's roughly on par with having a child, but it's like a child you can buy, and it's not exclusive to one gender. You know, it really... It, 
it's it's not like only the yeah. wife can produce the kid. I mean, either one can go out and just show up with a puppy, and that's that. And that's a that's a big commitment out of the nowhere uh, that you can create just for cold hard cash. Uh, we've had some of them though. Um, there was one I think that they they found out their dog was dying, but it was with the or that their dog was dying and they wanted to know if they had to tell their ex about it. Like that was just a, a situation that never would have even occurred to me. Like, do you drop a courtesy to them? Like, by the way, your beloved pet is dying. No, you still can't see them. And I don't exactly remember <laughs> where we came down. And I think we said if their relationship was good, she could tell them, but they didn't necessarily need to set up a final goodbye or anything like that. So that would definitely be one of my favorites. Boy, I, you like the pet questions, uh, probably because you get along with animals better than people. And well, I like don't. the people questions because I'm more of a human being. I mean, I don't know that you get around along with anyone necessarily, or maybe you think you get along with them, but they definitely don't get along with you. I think that's the way this uh, this relationship goes on all levels. Uh, yeah, there's a, you know, I guess another one too that we get a lot of shades of in, in various forms is, you know, this person has different beliefs or different politics or different something than I am. Do I have to tolerate them? And, and that's, I think, something that we probably necessarily wouldn't have had a few years ago, but we get in great abundance right now. And the topics that they get fired up about really you know span the spectrum i think we had uh, we had several uh from one family about uh facebook that their their brother or oh, sister yeah, so their yeah, relative yeah. was spouting off opinions they didn't like and like can i disown them it's like oh, I, I can't stop you from disowning them but there is the mute button or the hide post button but it's kind of amazing that facebook is supposed to be this thing that was going to bring everybody together but i think in total it's the great breaker of relationships i i read somewhere that about half of all divorce cases cite Facebook in the in the divorce proceedings you what? know for yeah for people going outside the marriage or all sorts of stuff I mean, when oh. you send when you send those messages you're creating a a permanent record of your malfeasance oh. like Mark Zuckerberg is not your buddy he's not looking to help you cover up your affair and when you get busted you know somebody <laughs> subpoenas those records they're going over there to the bailiff well I <laughs> boy I remember once I had a client and this is, I, I think I told this story in one of our 200 episodes, but it really showed me how stressful and how many calories someone has to burn to keep an affair secret. Like it is so stressful to have an affair. I'm like, why are you doing this? But I remember he told me this is years ago, but he had to sleep with his phone in his pillowcase because he was so afraid of his wife getting a hold of it. And I don't, this was probably before they had like the lock screens that yeah. you needed a code. And he was so afraid of his wife getting his phone and checking his text messages or his emails or voicemails or something. And I'm like, man, you have to live constantly looking over your shoulder. Mm -hmm. And what you're saying is people are getting more cavalier than ever by leaving these permanent records. That It surprised me only until you said what the answer was of how Facebook is ruining marriages. And then I thought, oh, well, that actually does make sense. And really being secretive now is the first red flag that somebody is cheating. If they've never cared about guarding their phone and they're suddenly guarding their phone, that's a red flag. <laughs> yeah. Or the biggest one of all is if you discover they have a secret second phone. Like, the mere existence of that phone shows they're either into drugs or having an affair. Like, those are the only two possible outcomes of that. And then actually, El Chapo gave me this one. And this maybe, this this 
would have been a good one for an entire episode. Maybe we'll do this next time if it doesn't. But I've seen this come up in online situations a few times recently, but nobody's asked us directly, so we haven't answered it. But if somebody you know is having an affair, like let's say you know both members of a couple and one, one member of the couple is having an affair and the other member doesn't, do you tell that other member? And I think for most people, it depends. Well, which one are you closer with? Which one is your friend? And I think it's like, a, that's a horrible thing. It's like, you know, both of these people, you know, one of them's doing that, but like nobody wants to pull the pin. And with these stories I was reading, it seemed like most of the time, like the spouse was oblivious, but like the friend circle knew, like, it seems like the, with the affair, the person being cheated on is always the last one to know. And I have not been in this situation, but if I saw mm. that going on, it's like, I, I hope I would say something, but at the same time, you don't want to be the one to pull the pin on the grenade and blow everything up boy i just uh, the way that hits my ear james is i would say really does the spouse really not have any idea like why are you not close enough to your partner that you can't tell when something is a muck like there, there's already a break there even though both are denying it i doubt that they don't see it well, there's, there's a break, but I think 100% of people who have been cheated on always say, yeah, we are gl- growing apart, but like my spouse would never cheat. They're not that kind of person because you, you're not that kind of person until you are that kind of person. Like, you know, every person out there who's a murderer at some point was not a murderer. Like there was a line, a very clear line that before they did the act, they were, they were not this way. And I think that happens too. I think it's very easy to you to to ignore red flags if you uh, if you want to if you if you choose that way or just I think it's you know the the frog boiling in water too it happens so gradually you you're a little bit apart a little bit apart a little bit apart and you know when you're when you're spending more time apart gradually it's easier to slip out and do those things and you know this is still going on too even in the age of lockdowns and all this stuff I mean these are recent stories like just because people were confined at home they that still didn't stop them from having you know emotional affairs or Zoom affairs or whatever people are doing these days so if you have a fair question about busting somebody definitely send that one in because we would we would love to tear into that one uh any closing thoughts well, it's not Steve? even a question even a story oh yeah yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll turn this into story time send us a story and we'll say what you should have done or what we would have done we'll we'll take it that direction well this has been another week of 10 minutes to save your marriage yeah we will we will gladly you know sift through the ashes of your ruined life and see where where you went wrong not a not a problem yeah well if you do have a question any kind of relationship question at all send it in Uh, and if not we're just going to make up the questions and we are just going to keep entertaining ourselves we somehow no matter (laughs) even when we have literally nothing to talk about we can fill up 10 minutes of airtime without a problem and in fact now we have run over time that is that is how verbose we are this has been another week of 10 minutes to save your marriage and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back